Greetings, beautiful soul, and welcome to my podcast, The Optimist Hub. My name is Yanga, and today's podcast episode, we are looking at toxic positivity, disassociation, as well as being nonchalant. Now, um, these three topics, I felt the need to, I suppose, talk about them in one um episode because i somewhat see a correlation i see how they marry and become one in a way and yeah i have my opinions on especially on toxic positivity now um if you don't already know i am the optimist right i'm optimistic i choose to be optimistic that's just how i've uh, i've chosen to to live my life or navigate life is from a positive is looking at life from a different lens from a positive lens right um i find that the experiences that i i have um or even the lessons or circumstances that present themselves in my life looking at them from a positive view um helps me just navigate it helps me go through life you know i because for the longest time also i've been and i think i've mentioned this before (laughs) i've been in a pessimistic state of mind um mainly triggered by um ocd which is um a mental illness OCD stands for obsessive compulsive disorder. Now, I was diagnosed with this when I was 15. I was pretty young. So these are like negative thoughts, very intrusive thoughts that impress themselves in the mind. And, you know, um, you don't really have control over these thoughts. You will try. Okay, let me speak from my personal experience. Um, as much as I would have tried to mute, you know, these thoughts... I couldn't for the life of me, right? So, look, um, I think me embarking on this uh, positive thinking, positive mindset journey and just, you know, choosing to live life from a positive um, spectrum saved me. Because understand that every day I was not even trying to fight these thoughts because what am I fighting? How am I fighting? Um, even when I tried... Uh, to oppose the thoughts they would just be louder and louder again these are very intrusive thoughts look not everybody who has ocd has an obsession of um, you know cleaning or washing their hands or switching um their lights on and off on and off like yes you know some are very action-based and these actions tend to be ritualistic if i may put it that way in the sense of um if i don't do this like that something bad's gonna happen so I, I would also have thoughts like that where it's like oh if you don't think this then something bad's gonna happen or um there's this um you know urge to also start counting things and it's like there's a lucky number if i if 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 it's not number three then i need to start over again or if it's i need to count the tiles i've had uh you know yeah actually <laughs> it's it's been wild it's been crazy um lcd is something else hey it is something else it's not just the washing of hands um so i had a combination of you know action based in the sense of oh if i if i don't switch off the light um five times or whatever like something's gonna pop up under the bed and it's just crazy it's crazy to think that uh your mind can turn against you in the most random most bizarre like it's it's bizarre things it's like oh if i don't look 
if if I don't look left, right, left again before I, I cross the street, something bad's gonna happen. Um, why not just look left and right once, twice, and then that's it? But you have to do it three times because you told yourself three is your lucky number or whatever. And then you know, so I mean, I'm just giving you a glimpse of how the OCD um or mine looked and sometimes still looks like, right? But I've I've learned to disassociate myself from the thoughts. So this is where. I see toxic positivity and disassociation intertwining and becoming kind of like one in a way, right? But it is said that um, toxic positivity essentially is when someone forces themselves to be positive, even in situations that require you to feel um, the negative emotions, um, even in situations that require you to actually show up and act up and, and make the decision. Um, and, and I'm all for, for showing up, right? I'm all for, you know, you need to, you know, do what you need to do in order to get done what needs to be done, right? Um, we can't just always mask it with, oh no, everything's going to be fine. Um, but at the same time though, everything is going to be fine. Um, you know, and I think honestly, I, I, I mentioned my OCD because being positive, being optimistic saved me. I literally had to counter my negative thoughts with the positive thoughts and every day it was a war mentally it was a war i used to say look uh, my mind is a beautiful mess i beautiful in the sense that i i imagine a lot i visualize a lot i think a lot i disassociate a lot through imagination and visualization and i love it there i love being in the visualization cloud um but it's a mess because these thoughts the OCD part of it is just mad crazy. Um, and, you know, I, I would always have to choose to fight the war. But being positive saved me. Like literally feeding myself with positive affirmations. Whenever I would have a thought impress itself um, in my mind. And I mean, look, also reading books that are like very, you know, positive uh, centric. um you know, self-help and, and personal development books that have, that have helped me a lot. I mean, look, uh, there was a book I read once. I just can't seem to, to remember. But most books that I read, right, um, mostly around the mindset, they often, re- you know, emphasize that you are not your thoughts. Right? You're not your thoughts. The thoughts may be, may, may be negative, but you're not, ne- you're not that thought. You are more than the thought. Um, but understand that, yes, the thought thoughts become words and once we actually speak of these words once we verbalize um and affirm these thoughts because words essentially affirm the thoughts um then we become but if you are countering the the negative thoughts by speaking positively of yourself and saying i am worthy i'm deserving um you know all of these good positive things then you are actually canceling the negative thought uh again positive cancels negative one minus zero is sorry one minus one is zero period right so um (laughs) essentially that's that's where it is right and so now disassociation um i've learned to disassociate and look it is also said that i don't know if i said this but it is said that um all these three are somewhat of trauma responses and i see why Right, I see why uh, maybe being uh, or having toxic positivity may be a trauma response, but you can never tell me 
uh, or convince me that being positive is toxic. It is important to realize, um, you know, how serious situations and matters are, but it's also as important to see the light at the end of the tunnel. You need to prophesy and speak life over your life, right? You need to um, affirm the good that you want. We need to, uh, you know, um, embody and affirm this favorable desired state of being that we would like to have in the future right it's it's for me that is how it, it only makes sense it only makes sense that i see things from a positive view right um and that everyone sees things from a positive view um so another thing right with disassociation i've learned the art of of doing this and this is through so again disassociating myself from the thoughts and the feelings that the thoughts triggered right so again like negative thoughts will always evoke negative emotions and negative feelings um this is like this is a a like for like type of magnetic frequential thing negative thoughts attract negative feelings and emotions and those attract negative experiences i there's no way in hell anyone can tell me that being very pessimistic is is, is 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 joyful i don't see how they correlate and so um i've had to learn you know even from these books that say you're not your thoughts blah blah, blah i've had to now learn to to see myself outside of these thoughts um again with disassociation I've, there are moments where um and i've i've actually come across this on twitter um couple of times as well where people say guys do you just ever realize that whoa i'm actually alive like i'm in a body (laughs) like i'm having this experience it's like having having a a reminder was like a a finger snapping um and it's like wait i'm actually living i'm alive not from a bad place it's just like sometimes we're so much in the bubble you know we're so much in this you know the matrix um the system right we do things so robotically and there's just no um emotion that is pure that is you know not just the emotion but even the experiences right um the matrix of just you know you do this you do that after this you do that after this you do that um the 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 most common one is obviously you know how our daily lives are shaped like or look like right um most of the population um you know has a nine-to-five job and that takes a lot of your time right in in a day right because you spend most of your conscious time um working and and doing you know fulfilling your duty so you can actually get paid so you can pay the bills that you need and it's a cycle that never ends right um and the only time that you have with your family and friends in a weekday is probably maximum three three hours um and then you need to sleep because you know so you spend eight hours being subconscious sleeping um hypothetically speaking because i don't think I don't think uh, look I don't think everybody gets in eight hours even myself I don't get in eight hours um though it is highly recommended that we sleep at least eight hours I'm um, just so that our body rests and our mind rests as well um but I mean look the, most of the time we're just in a cycle 
of we, we don't even have time for self and so you you you, you you there are moments where you can tend to lose touch with yourself right um because you're just in the matrix of doing it's like a hamster on that wheel just constantly running and running there's always issues putting out fires here and there um we'd never get the time to actually be with ourselves and just have the time in the moment with self and so um yeah and i think that is why we sometimes may be disconnected with ourselves. There are ways in which we can try and uh, be, con- you know, connected with self again. Again, meditation being one of them, sitting um, with yourself in your journal, writing down your experiences of the day um, and just your goals and aspirations and everything else, right? Under the sun. Um, just being one with self, taking yourself out on solar dates, all that self-awareness, self-love, um, you know, being one with self and just that's how we can connect with self but um yeah there are some moments where i'm just like oh my god i'm i'm living i'm i'm human like i even feel myself like hold on you know and i've, I've come across a few tweets and on, on the tl i was just talking about god I'm, I'm so glad i'm not the only one uh so it's as though sometimes we have ex- existential um moments of just like we watch life happen um, it's like you are you're living yeah like you're breathing your heart is beating the blood is doing what it needs to do it's flowing in the right places etc like the, the the cells in your body are doing what they must um but like sometimes we find ourselves just like not in the moment right um and i think it is important to to try and snap yourself back into reality so i mean these are like I'm speaking on like my personal <laughs> experiences of disassociation. I mean, sometimes even when in a conversation with someone um, and the conversation is not holding, I will literally just blank out um, and, and like quickly like return back to self, quote unquote, back into my body. And I'm just like, oh God, I missed half of what you just said. And now all I have to do is laugh it off i have to nod and and smile and like pretend i heard what you said and girl i don't know what you said and it's like is it good no i don't look it's not good i don't would i like it if someone did that while i was talking i don't think so because like it means i'm not engaging enough and sometimes it's not really about the person or the conversation it's just there's sometimes you just want to i feel like disassociation is an escapism it's the best way to just not be in tune with your emotions, your feet, or just being in the moment. Uh, but it, uh, uh, the dangers with that, right, is you're you are robbing yourself of this moment, the present moment that is, right. We need to be in the moment, and I always preach this, right. The present moment is eternal. Um, the moment is now, and you are the moment. Um, but I think with me, I mostly. Um, oftentimes disassociate from negative feelings again is it a trauma response perhaps yes it is um because i don't want to feel the fear i I don't when i'm about to do something um when i feel a little bit nervous okay nerves are good it means you care but if if i feel so scared that my heart feels like it's twerking and not just beating but it's twerking and it's kind of like wanting to escape out of my chest um in that moment again i just have to snap myself out of the emotion 
and disassociate from the emotion and say i'm not this feeling i'm gonna do what i need to do what i have to do what i want to do because i i can i actually can and because i want to and no fear is gonna stop me so i'm not this feeling and so oftentimes even when you know i remember someone close to me saying oh my gosh i love how you you know you you know you you just do some things you know you you just do it and i said yes she said but how is it possible i said disassociate from the fear disassociate from how you may be perceived by other people because how they perceive you has nothing to do with you right it's how they choose to perceive you but how you present yourself as long as you're authentic to self in how you present yourself that's all that matters it's not oh did i perhaps ignite um this kind of perception of me and da 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 like don't care about what people say or think of you like you can't you can't hinder yourself from you know experiencing certain um things or doing things that you want to do because of how you may be perceived by people like just have a i don't care attitude and this is where nonchalantness comes in now nonchalant like being nonchalant this is something i recently came across there's a lot of it on tiktok and on twitter and honestly i'm just like whoa so this is how they define being nonchalant basically in simple terms it's someone who just really doesn't care like and not in a bad way it's just i just like the person who just chooses not to stress and worry about things like it's out of my control um there's a saying that goes um or is it a prayer i think it's a prayer it goes lord grant me the serenity to accept the things that i cannot change um when it comes to saying to god grant me the peace grant me the serenity you are actually saying i surrender to you it has nothing to like let go and let god if it's outside of my control there's nothing more i can do right yes we can choose um to do certain things um everything boils down to a choice hence i said uh many a times life is a series of choices um and taking the action to try and do your best right putting your best foot forward etc but if it's anything outside of that if you can't if you have no control then let go and let god surrender so being nonchalant is just really saying okay like there's no again i think the sweat disassociation and being nonchalant become one because you're just like not investing your emotions on things you're just like i'm not going to allow myself to stress over this thing um if someone says no to me i'm not going to make it about me it's about them they're honoring themselves and how they feel in that moment just as much as i i would like someone to um accept my no as a final answer and not having to explain or elaborate more as to why i'm choosing to say no um i remember teaching a friend of mine well i don't know teaching but um telling her like friend you need to set boundaries you can't always say yes even when you want to say no you are dishonoring yourself Um and she was like, "Oh no, I don't think I can." I said, "No. No is a full it's a full sentence. It's it's a no and and a full stop. You don't need to have a no and a comma because once you have put a comma, you're now trying to explain yourself. Look, 
don't explain yourself if there's no need to right and so i remember this one time asking her something and she said no i was like both flabbergasted and proud right i was like girl you saying no to me how is this possible right because because i was used to her saying yes all the time that when she now said no i was like <gasps> right but i was also proud because girl you are setting the boundaries you are actually saying no when you want to and you're honoring yourself in this moment and i love that for you and so um i think in that moment as well when she said no so much as i was telling her say no say no affirm and and, and stand your ground and you know um I suppose I was teaching her to to just really be in tune with self and honor herself in that moment or in those moments where she wants to say no. She also taught me something by saying no to me, right? Because as a receiver of a no um, or rejection, sometimes you make it about you like, oh my God. And in that moment, I was just like, oh, oh, wow. Um, you know, and I learned to just, it's not about me. Her saying no is not about me. It's about her. It's about how she feels. And so, um, and just me having to just respect that and accept it because it's it's okay, it's fine. It's like the world is not going to come to an end, it's not going to crash down. It's okay. So this is where the nonchalantness comes in. When someone tells me no, I'm just like, okay. And then, you know, someone will say, don't you care? Like, why is it just okay? And I said, but it's okay. Like, I'm not going to force you to say no, to say yes when you want to say no. Um, Even with things that are really outside of your control, it's like, oh gosh like i'm just gonna make a hypothetical example someone complaining about how hot it is oh my gosh it's so hot like just accept and surrender to the heat it's hot what can you do about the heat nothing but i mean if you can't stand the heat get out of the kitchen you know type of thing like um yeah but like be in the moment just do it like it's okay so being nonchalant being uh you know a disassociate as well as um i suppose being you know uh embodying toxic positivity is something that i've come to realize that hey i think i'm this person you know and and i've always even in in i suppose realizing that i might be um these or fall under these categories i've always i've received it from a place of love i never felt like oh god it's bad or you know i'm just i'm okay with it (laughs) it's like whatever it is what it is again there we go nonchalantness it is what it is i really be doing that sometimes i really be saying that sometimes like it is what it is it's gonna be okay um everything's fine you know all these three statements i just said now they fall under each category and i'm just like this is definitely me um but um in conclusion do i think toxic positivity is bad no i don't think being positive will ever be bad simply because being positive has saved my life and continues to save my life um as some of you may may know uh, from one of my previous episodes i'm in a grieving process um being positive is helping me yes there are moments where i am extremely you know pessimistic but i i always just every day is different every day is different and but i always just try and see the light at the end of the tunnel 
and it's going to be okay it's not okay now but it's gonna be okay you know i'm holding on to that that is my seed my mustard seed because i believe the mustard seed will grow and it'll it'll multiply and will become fruitful and the positivity will benefit me um and it cannot in no way shape or form will it uh, be detrimental to me also because of how i feel it has saved me even uh when i had my ocd was like doing the most at the time again it might be a trauma response um yeah disassociation love it for myself (laughs) um but only with emotions and feelings that are just unpleasant to me and um yeah being nonchalant look everything's gonna be okay it is what it is (laughs) and with that said beautiful soul um yeah uh, these are like buzzwords hey like very hot topic conversations right now um i feel like and yeah i'm I'm glad that i actually got to participate in the discourse uh the universal discourse of these three topics and yeah so i certainly hope you did learn something a thing or two from uh, this podcast episode um and with that said beautiful soul may goodness and grace lead you to greater heights of success Namaste.